Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 65 and today is October 3rd, 2016. I am your host, Zen One, and we've got a lot of information to get to today. But before we begin, I just want to mention that you should like us on Facebook, Black Helicopter News. It's a companion to the podcast. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at President Zen One. Moving on. Yesterday was inter actually a couple days ago was International Podcast Day. September thirtieth. So I want to send out a big shout out to all the podcasters out there across the world. And a special shout out to the Minds Podcast, Ice in a Face Podcast, the Dope Show. And the No One You Know podcast. Also, the Damian Rucci Hour, one of my guests. He's re- he's getting back into podcasting. He's been doing a lot of things, uh, performing poetry across New Jersey and across, actually even across the Midwest. And he is going to be bringing back his podcast. So, big shout out to him too. Going to get him on the show real soon. Next. I want to take a second to wish a happy birthday to my brother David. October 1st was his birthday. He turned 32, my little brother. Cheers. Um, so let me just have a sip for him of this 24-ounce Keystone Ice beer. Keeping it classy. So... Another thing, if you didn't know, we're broadcasting live with this worldwide transmission of the show from our Jersey Shore Central Command Center. We're waking people up to the conspiracy against us. We're talking about the things they don't want us to talk about. So we're waking sheeple up to the satanic New World Order and the Zionists that are creating hell on earth. They're fulfilling the black prophecy of John Dee, the occult philosopher and mathematician who lived from 1527 to 1609 A.D. And I hope we can avoid fulfilling John Dee's black prophecy. Um, But we'll see. So... Do you support the show? I hope so. If so, swing by blackhelicopternews.podomatic.com. We have a donate button. Help me make this podcast my life. I would be willing to do this show every day if we could obtain the funding for this independent media operation. We can defeat the New World Order's propaganda on news networks 
such as Fox, CNN, and MSNBC. So share this podcast with friends, family, and loved ones. We can save their souls before they are soul-trapped in a black soul gem by the satanic New World Order. We're against the corrupt global government. We're against Illuminati-style systems, and we're against secrecy and combines and monopolies. We're against Illuminati-style systems, but that's what Hillary and the globalists are doing. All right, I got off track. I apologize. Let's see what's making headlines. You're listening to Black Helicopter News, your trusted news source in the alternative media. Here's what's in the news. The world's wilderness will disappear by the year 2100, according to a new study. And this is a darn shame. Mankind has been horrifyingly and viciously attacking our natural ecological system with all manner of things from inventions to all, all types of resource depleting maneuvers and now we are close to the point of no return apparently we are and now the wildernesses will be disappearing in less than 100 years. This is sad, especially since we need trees to, as part of the oxygen creation on this planet, in our atmosphere. So, congratulations, mankind. We've played ourselves. Next, new audio of Clinton refers to Sanders fans as frustrated basement dwellers. And I've heard this clip, and you probably did too, if you've been watching the news. She's calling them living in their parents' basements, um, frustrated, underemployed, unemployed. You know what? I take offense. Yeah, I live in my parents' basement. Yeah, I'm frustrated. And yeah, I'm underemployed or unemployed. And I'm sick of it. Clinton's not going to help fix this. And neither is Trump. Next, if you know what we do, you'll never sleep again, NASA director. This is what I've been talking about for a long time, folks. Since the beginning of the podcast... We like to comfort ourselves as members of humanity that that um, everything's all hunky-dory. That there's no such thing as aliens. Nah. There's no such thing as asteroids about to hit the world. Nah. We're not being spied on by the Black Knight satellite. The moon isn't a Death Star. And there aren't any inhabitants living within the center of the earth 
or walking around invisible. Well, guess what? If all of that is true, then why in the name of God would NASA, would the NASA director, the director of NASA say, if you know what we do, you'd never sleep again? So this just proves in an oblique way that they are not telling us something. What could it be? Could it be that there are... Look, we, we know what this means. This means there are, in fact, numerous intelligences, both hostile and benevolent, that are monitoring us and also living beside us, whether shape-shifting, reptilian, or invisible entity. We have to cover our bases and watch our own backs, like we said previously. We don't know a whole lot about this planet we live on. We only know what the human optical nerves can see, which is a certain amount on the infrared spectrum. We cannot see all of it. There are things we cannot see or detect, like the Ibanis hiding in the clouds with their ships that look like clouds. All I know is that we have to keep pressing onward in our search for the truth. And what is it that NASA wants to keep under wraps? Next, Congress overrides Obama veto and it paves the way for the Saudis to sue over 9-11 conspiracy. And this is great. This is about time. This was making news a couple days ago about Obama vetoing this. And now I'm glad to see that Congress had overridden this veto. The 9-11 conspiracy will come to light. And when it does, I'm going to be the first one to laugh and say, I told you so, right to your faces, to all you Bible-thumping Cockshore government cucks. Next, the ADL, Anti-Defamation League, adds Pepe the Frog meme to hate symbol database. This is despicable. They are now... They, they are now... This is a Chinese-style censorship of any type of dissent. And now... This has reached not just commentary, but actual um, visual art and critique. This is not the way this country needs to go. Next, crisis in Sweden. Number of no-go zones rises as police lose control. And this is another thing that I was trying to explain to people. That because of... Because of the war in the Middle East, because of post-9-11 invading and liberating Iraq and all these other nations, and our constant meddling in affairs, which gave 
rise to the creation of ISIS. And also, our bombs created nothing but rubble for these inhabitants of Middle Eastern lands. And now they are coming en masse into Europe. And with the election of Hillary Clinton, they will be arriving en masse into the United States. And what is so wrong with that? Nothing, in theory, I guess that looks good on paper, except for, let's take Sweden. Number of no-go zones. These are places that have become Middle Eastern ghettos with a lot of disdain for Americans, a lot of disdain for Westerners. And they don't like the Westerners because they bomb their country. So why are we letting them in? Because they are not forgiving us for bombing them. But the sad fact is, freedom fighters and white nationalists, we didn't want to go to war in the first place. We knew 9-11 was an inside job. We knew that war and liberation of these people and interfering with their political affairs, we knew that this would have blowback and this would um, inflame the region. And now it's spreading like wildfire and it's coming close to home and it will. And the terrorist attacks will continue. Just like the mayor of London said to New York, get used to more of these attacks. And we can thank our leaders, which are still in power in Congress. 88% of their seats are up for re-election, though, this November. So I suggest we vote them all out. I'll never understand how scum such as Diane Feinstein stay in power so long Harry Reid um, any any member of Congress that you could think of I just can't believe how they are still in power these filthy bastards it's their fault not the citizenry's fault anyway um, Saturday was October 1st. It was also the Asbury Park Zombie Walk, which was a success from what I'm getting from the reports that are coming in now. And it took place in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And moving on, a couple other stories before our special report. A mysterious object will sweep past Earth in 2017. Scientists have no idea what it is. And many believe that this is an alien probe. And it's on a heliocentric orbit and set to sweep past Earth. But researchers have no idea what it is. This could be space debris, yes, but it could also be some sort of replicating self-replicating technology now it could be next government quietly admits to weather modification this is big news folks and I will just say that there has been 
a notice in, of intent that has been published in a Los Angeles newspaper. And it says, County of Los Angeles, Department of Public Works, hereby gives notice of modification of intention to conduct a weather, a weather modification program. Um, this is just the beginning of things. There's a video to go with this. I posted this story on BlackHelicopterNews.com. You can, e uh, I'm sorry, Black Helicopter News on Facebook. You can either check it out there, or you can just Google the the story. But basically, it all comes down to, quote, we're moving on to other ways of managing the iconosphere, which the harp was really designed to do was to inject energy into the ionosphere to be able to actually control it. And it continues, ground-based equipment will be used to disperse silver iodine particles into suitable storm clouds. Criteria has been developed for both initiating and suspending weather modification activities. For years, they've called us conspiracy theorists. They are not modifying the weather you know what tell that to the midwest last year when they were getting hurricanes no when they were getting twisters when they had all these twisters that was obama sending those twisters and now we finally got some exculpatory evidence all right That about wraps up the headlines. Next up, we have a special report. People should not be afraid of their governments. Government should be afraid of their people. scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancaked. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us. Just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. Shock and awe, indeed. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> My sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? 
I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. that have taken your asses out in this building right now. We're armed to the teeth, and we're not scared. You got that, you sons of bitches? In 2012, your agency was saying, quote, the Salafists, the Muslim Brotherhood, and Al-Qaeda in Iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in Syria. Mm -hmm. In 2012, the U.S. was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups. And why did you not stop that? Why didn't you come forward before? What were you waiting for? Well, for you, Inspector, I needed you. I have this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? You're listening to Black Helicopter News. This is a special report. Okay. This is really. This is really big news, folks. Silver bullets in Talbot County, the strange grave of Emily Isabella Burt, Georgia's real-life werewolf. Let's just get right into this. After years of pop culture um, conditioning us to accepting that werewolves have a place in the zeitgeist of the imagination... They are not just delegated there, though. It is not entertainment. This is more like historical fact. It's called lycanthropy. All right? Lycanthropy. This is the medical term for being infected with the werewolf disease. Anyway, let's just get this. Let's just jump right in. There was, at one time, in this region, in this geographical region, a hungry werewolf lurking the countryside. All right, This crippled Georgia and Talbot County in the mid-1800s. Terror gripped the state. A werewolf caused stricken farmers to melt their crosses into bullets and they set off in mobs to kill the beast and it sounds fake but this is really as true as you can get there is a long forgotten legend but this is something that needs to be discussed Emily Isabel Burt was a shy, reserved girl, okay? A mild-mannered child of a wealthy family, prominent members of the town, now known as Woodland. When her father died, when Emily's father died, he left a hefty sum of money behind, and rather than spend her days looking after the children, her mother shipped them off to boarding school in Europe which allowed her to become a socialite. 
After a long semester in Europe, Emily returned home, and it wasn't long before her family started to notice something that wasn't quite right with her. She looked sickly. She was zoning out a lot and complained she couldn't sleep. As the days continued, her mother began to realize she was actually sneaking off into a nearby forest in the middle of the night. When she was confronted, Emily claimed that she couldn't even recall her midnight strolls. Real convenient. But to make matters worse, she started to grow unsightly hair in odd places, and even strangers noticed that her teeth began to look more pointed, like fangs. The mother thought this was puberty. Yeah, my daughter's growing hair pretty much all over her face. And now she's got all these fangs popping out of her mouth and her jaw. But that's just puberty. Yeah, I'm sure. Coincidentally, local farmers, they're dealing, they were dealing with strange problems of their own. Throughout the whole county, farmers were waking in the morning just to find their fields littered with mangled carcasses of their livestock which looked like the victims of a wolf attack. But together, the farmers concocted a plan to end these slangs once and for all, and they started out nightly hunting parties, and they had the intention of killing the beast responsible, of slaying the demonic beast after weeks of failed attempts to slay this wolf or whatever it was. The frustrated farmers resulted to their last resort. They asked the town weirdo for help. Locals always used to talk trash about this old man, this strange old man who, who lived there, and he was from Eastern Europe. Some claimed he dabbled in black magic, but others thought he was just crazy. Either way, he was an outsider. He was someone they could trust. When the animal mutilations first began, no one believed him when he said he knew exactly what was to blame. A werewolf. But, as the slayings went on, there wasn't much else to go on. People were willing to listen to the man. And he assembled a party, a search party, to hunt down this creature and end its life once and for all so they waited until the next full moon and they resumed their hunt and the old man instructed them to take every silver crucifix melt it down and make silver bullets and the farmers had no other way no other nowhere else to turn so they did as they were told Several weeks later, they took to the fields during the full moon, and just as the quote-unquote weirdo or crazy man had said, they came across a frightening silhouette in the distance. The creature was as big as a man. Yeah. Had a long snout, walked on two legs, had wolf-like ears that twitched in the moonlight, the hunting party raised their rifles, took aim, and as a cacophony 
of gunshots filled the night air. The werewolf let out a painful scream, blood-curdling, and it fled into the forest. No one was sure where the creature was hit, but the old man's plan had worked. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the celebrating farmers, there was another hunt happening in the same area. Emily's mother awoke to the sound of gunshots and discovered Emily's bed was empty, and she wanted to get to the bottom of her daughter's secret midnight adventures into the forest. She lit a lantern and headed into the forest. She searched high and low. She stumbled upon her daughter's unconscious body with a pool of blood surrounding her hand. It appeared she had been shot, and Mildred did her best. The mother did, did her best to stop the bleeding and ran for help. The following day, the local doctor patched up the wounds and couldn't explain what happened. And after rumors of Emily's accident, the farmer's successful werewolf hunt began to collide in the local taverns and people started putting two and two together. Emily's mother discovered a doctor in Paris who claimed to specialize in lycanthropy and had a sneaking suspicion on her own that her daughter might have actually been transforming into a werewolf and mutilating various animals that the farmers were cultivating. So the mother sent her daughter off to Paris in hopes she'd be cured. And the funny thing is, though, after that, after that, all the attacks ceased from then on. Several years later, Emily Isabella Burt returned to Georgia, cured of her mysterious ailment, and lived out the rest of her life as a successful this and that and whatnot. And she died at age 70 in 1911. But, but, there are still numerous reports that the ghostly spirit of her still roam the countryside by the light of the full moon. And we can still see the werewolf ghost. But, if you want, you can still pay your respects, you can still visit, you can still ghost hunt. You can still investigate. Visit the grave of the Georgia werewolf in Woodland. Now, do you think this girl, Emily Isabella Burt, was a real-life werewolf? Or was this just due to hysteria? Well, I don't know. That's for you to decide. I personally believe this, but this is really up to you to decide. So, with that being said, thanks for listening to this edition of the podcast. And remember, and please remember, folks, stay woke, fam. <laughs>